Fangorn, what's going on? The city council is now in session. Things are going well. We're making progress. I've told them all your names, and they've decided you are not orcs. (laughs) Oh, you may now give your presentation. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. Stand up. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. Laws protect exceptional trees, but the city grants exemptions to these. Instead, they reward the developer's greed and sanction the murderer's deed. Sky where a tree once was. Somebody's making money. <laughs> Everybody stand up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a hole. Oh fuck me. That, that shit is... rolls. Wow. Thank you guys for showing me that. Um, <laughs> that was actually dramatically worse than I imagined when I just like saw the the like screen cap of it. Oh yeah. Online. Um. Well, you... I imagined like it would have like a a childish melody and would like be sort of sing-songy and like but vaguely sort of simple and innocent but like um it was certainly know. simple. Well, I mean <laughs> that was just like ins- that was just bizarre. Well, you didn't even get to see the video too because the cast of characters is I've its seen own. the pictures, yeah. I've seen a few seconds. Yeah. It's I mean trying to get that Seahawks drip. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh I mean, what is there to say? Like everyone already had this take. I think what we try to do here is uh shed uh a you know, a more skeptical light on the discourse in this town, but like, I don't think anyone had anything but mm. like derision. Yeah, these people. No, no, we actually have a, a different take that everybody else and that we think the song slaps. Yeah, it's very good, and um, it's also what politics is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is singing uh, an insane song that you made after listening to that? Yeah, you know uh, what's gonna... Nimoy Hobbit album. But let's like, yeah. so forget how bad the song is, because like, and again. People also had this take, but fuck these people. Um, like, and they're just... Ha- oh, yeah. Ha- I mean, having the time and the... the th- to care about this. Like, okay, I'll look, I also think we should have lots more trees in the city, and we shouldn't cut down large trees, and we should, you know, but, like, um, there's not 
we're not gonna have like humanity if we're just thinking about like let's just think about the natural world for a minute like we're all gonna be dead i mean you're gonna those people are gonna be those old fucking uh like boomer hippie rich people are gonna be dead like in a few years but like the entire like ecosystem is gonna be dead and also like we're living in a police state so like i just have no sympathy for like these out of touch morons like re- like yeah deck well, chairs on the titanic that and uh i mean does anybody believe for a second that this isn't just cynically protecting their property values no totally yeah i mean like that's you know, i mean the whole tree battle just... in this town is between people who want to cut them down to develop or just to enhance the their views for the property value mm-hmm um and people yeah who want well those who want the, the trees to stay because they don't want higher density units yeah, yeah. showing up in their neighborhood absolutely yeah yeah you know? or it's i mean that is i think something like this has also attracted some zealous like true believers like because i've run it i don't i've run into some of these people pushing this tree ordinance at like during like the election mm. forums last year like i got some manifestos <laughs> um by some like old like father time looking people greg exchanged his manifesto with their manifesto yeah yeah, yeah. um you know uh i tried to get it out you know to as many yeah. people as i could uh no it's it sucks it's dumb yeah well it, the funniest thing though was on the original like twitter thread for the person who was like you know i fucking hate this city somebody was like uh i posted a thing about like you know, in Cleveland, they're like having these like huge green like belts of trees or whatever. And somebody under it responded, was like, "Yeah, that's not like a plan. The city's dying. Like, 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 literally, everybody's left Cleveland, so like nature's just re like inhabited it. Like, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's like, like yes, old towns we... in the south are now covered in kudzu. <laughs> yeah, know, it's like, yeah, like, yeah, if we too abandon the city, it will be covered in vines. Like, yeah, yeah." You know? <laughs> No, I mean, I, I would, I think, you know, if we were designed the cities of tomorrow, if they should include, uh, instead of streets, uh, large, uh, like, groves of uh, mighty cedars. Uh, that we swing yeah, ac- obviously. across the, um, <laughs> for transit. Yeah, rope bridges. Like Planet of the Apes. No, no, yeah. like, that, like that little town they built in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, yes. Yeah. The thieves' forest, yeah. Yeah, sure they're would. like all let's let's all live in tree houses for reasons. Yeah, uh, but yeah, also shut the fuck up. Yeah, cool. Yeah, again, nothing new to say there. Just just really bizarre and funny. Yeah, extremely bizarre. So welcome back to Seattle Sucks, a podcast about hating the city we love. And folks, we hate it. We hate it <laughs> so much. So does everybody else, it seems like, these <laughs> know, days. Yeah. This, this is a way of thinking is catching on. Then everybody we know in Seattle has left Seattle today to go hang out with Bernie in Tacoma. Oh, yeah, that's everyone's because, there now, probably. Well, they're probably... No, yeah, I mean, the yeah. thing only started yeah, at six, so, like, oh, they're yeah. popping off. I mean, that sounds fun. I hope everyone has a great time. I hope everyone had a great time getting there at noon. Uh, I heard that Tacoma DSA... Uh, was organizing like food in line for everybody Damn. and i think that's great and i also think that the need for that illustrates exactly why um i am not there uh absolutely <laughs> no fucking way uh that is like that's like going to a fucking festival it's like yeah. a 12-hour day <laughs> of standing around 
crowded fucking outside in the cold then in then in a hall in a in a fucking stadium uh it's awesome to you know see some of these people speak see bernie but hey i've seen bernie okay (laughs) and i didn't have to wait around for 12 hours you know um cool i'm not i'm not uh, dogging on it i think it's awesome a lot of people went out there i'm sure they're having a great time i'm just an old curmudgeonly fuck that i don't even like like i don't like crowds i don't like loud noise i don't even like live music so (laughs) i mean also i don't i just i don't want to have the same like um small talk conversation about how we really need medicare for all like 700 times in a day you know (laughs) if i'm not actually like like with other with other bernie people like yeah but that's your opportunity to change the small talk and you can talk about how we need more guillotines and (laughs) yeah again everyone's uh, whatever this whatever the thing is like i've already heard it a lot you know Preaching to the choir is what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I just like, yeah, I just, I get, I get worn out by that real quick, you know? I was at a UFO convention one time. Hell yeah. (laughs) And I was, go on. I was waiting in line to uh, potentially uh, meet and get the autograph of one Giorgio Sukalos from Ancient Aliens. That's the dude with the hair? That's, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's that's the dude from This Island Earth. Yeah, because (laughs) the actual (laughs) alien. But, uh, the small talk that was going on in that line, which was so good, was this two people that were behind me were having this conversation. Two people didn't know each other beforehand, having a, a organic line conversation about their various alien theories that involved interdimensional travel Ooh. and like what ancient monuments they thought the aliens had built. And then one of them started talking Bigfoot, and the other one just was like, like in the most contemptuous possible way, was like, I'll go in for that Bigfoot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That is really funny, but again, like what I hear there is like two people who didn't know mm-hmm. each other having small talk about the thing they both know mm-hmm. about that they have already talked about. I'm just like I'm I just saying you could have brought that conversation to the line. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I just you know, I if I'm showing up to that thing, if I was at that, mm-hmm. I would I would be like, please, no one start talking to me about this thing we all are here to <laughs> note because we know about. Mm-hmm. Like, just yeah. please don't. It's nice, like in Iowa. It was uh, hanging just nonstop with like Bernie volunteers and staffers for like two weeks, living with them. Is this but... the guy you're gonna be now? The like when I went to Europe, yeah. <laughs> I was on the continent. Hey, hey, listen, I don't have much. All right, I have that. <laughs> when I went to Iowa and we maybe won the caucus there, but nobody knows or will know for another <laughs> yeah, ten <ever>. years. <laughs> yeah, till they unseal the files after yeah. we're dead. Yeah, basically. Um, no, but it, it was great because like real, uh, real like. Um, possibility for that that i was kind of dreading but then of course no everyone was busy talking about that all day with people who didn't know about it already Mm -hmm. so no one really wanted to have that conversation you know the like let's cover yeah we all know about the basic points of bernie and and socialism and whatever this election and like ooh, how's what's the strategy you know how's Mm -hmm. this all gonna play out you know for the most part well, and you guys were also like we did doing have some something. of those conversations, yeah. you know, with people that I know and like to talk yeah. to. But um, when you guys were doing something, so you have conversations about the weird shit you saw yes, while like, exactly. being outside, you know. But like, but yeah. also like when you talk to someone about Medicare for all, 
all day like on their doorstep like a hundred times you're not like trying yeah to you're burnt coming. out on it yeah, yeah. yeah. which mm-hmm. is which so was awesome so it's good yeah. It was good. yeah that's what you were hearing now greg no longer endorses medicare for all he's, burnt <laughs> <out on it. laughs> he's now a bloomberg guy yeah aren't we all mini mike i've been posting for mike <laughs> we're all bloomberg guys summer now. summer yep. posting for mike mm-hmm Honestly, we should get in on some of that. I'm having I some wish. car trouble right now. Actually, I probably should start posting for <laughs> yeah. Mike to get a little cash on the side. It's about uh, sweet, sweet Mike money. What a I, yeah, I need God. a little cash as an entree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> forget the side. <laughs> yeah, Greg needs uh, his boat is currently on fire. Possibly a main course of cash. Right <laughs> yeah. now. So an infusion. Yeah, yeah, he needs money for wires. So. Yeah, what the fuck, man? I oh. think maybe there was a rat. What do you think? <laughs> a big, a rat no, disgusting no rat. There is, there are, and always will be electrical problems. True. If the worst that happens is the breakers start tripping randomly, that's fine. The only real problem is if I die in my sleep from an electrical fire. All right, so anybody that wants to uh, take that on the old office pool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Seattle sucks death pool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's not good, Greg. I'm here to tell you that's I mean, not, what? It's not good. It's like 40-year-old wiring in a marine environment. Um, it's. I'm sure it's fine. You shouldn't talk about your body that way, first of all. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of wires and technology and electricity, <laughs> <laughs> our our Franken's our uh, Frankenstein mayor has unveiled something, some life out of the old Innovation Advisory Council. Do you remember them? Did oh, you remember them? Do you remember? I know you remember them. Colin. Oh, I remember them fondly. <laughs> a very dusty corner of my brain vaguely remembers this. <laughs> well, uh, let's consult the figures, shall we? So <clears throat> some intrepid person created a uh, a little a little clock here. It's like Jeff Bezos' 10,000-year clock. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long so it's going to take for any meaningful... The question is, has the Innovation Council. Advisory Council innovated yet? Question mark. Answer... Probably still no, though maybe we should revisit that answer. Subjective. <laughs> so the, this council was founded 564 yeah, days Yeah, wait, where's the URL from where we today? Can find that out? This is seattle.sucks forward slash innovation dash advisory dash council. Go there. Okay. Check yeah. our tweets. Is there we like a, a, um, a plug-in people can like put the clock in their browser or like a widget for their phone? Well, we, yeah, we could. We develop we an could app make an app. Yeah. yeah maybe yeah. like a, a task bar uh-huh. or something at the top of your <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something yeah. that like like hogs a lot of resources <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just that's, as a bit. Yeah. That's secretly <laughs> uh, mining crypto coin. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, there will be soon. That's innovation. The, the top minds mm-hmm. at the Magnolia Machine Learning Academy will uh, be on that. So it's been 515 days since the first time this group of Innovation Advisory Council members met. <laughs> and 327 days <laughs> since their projects were revealed to the public. Oof. Hey, under a year. revealed to the public on this show, I believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. Uh, and again, to to jog your memory, this was the gang of incredible STEM freaks that um, that Durkin assembled. Like, she started screaming from City Hall 
and they just came came down and it, it's she assembled the city's finest app makers <laughs> yeah uh app smiths um <laughs> tech grifters yeah seasteaders probably so like, zillow was one of them Zillow, was, i uh, believe tableau. Lyft tableau. was definitely on the list yeah yeah i think you're right i think yeah, Lyft because, was, well, because was on they're the inner cabinets yeah. Uh, yeah um those are the biggest names i think I don't recall if Microsoft or Facebook were. No, nobody that big was. I, I think Amazon had some people helping out, but I, I'm not sure how much support was there. Their support was a hundred dollar Amazon gift. Card. <laughs> yeah, right. It was free bananas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they give free access to, to the banana stand to the members of the Innovation Advisory Council. So it was all these top minds, and if you've been following this, you remember at their first meeting they were. They were pretty gung-ho about solving all our problems with technology. Well, they were going to solve it with a day one mindset. So they first had to come up with the problems. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is why this took two years. This was a, you know, this is, I mean, this it's a new, extremely dark and evil spin on the classic Blue Ribbon Commission. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, we're going to get some people together to work on this. Now stop paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but with the particularly like techno dystopic Seattle flavor of we're gonna get corporations to who are the innovators of our society, the gods among us, who uh, you know sling code at us. Yeah, that and, wor- that we all know works so well. Yeah, yeah. All the shitty apps that you hate on your phone. What if those were what were used to like provide vital services to the city? Yeah, you know? yeah. Or, or like run elections. Yeah, yeah. What, what if those apps meant like the difference between life and death for you? Hmm. Well, give it time. Yeah, cool. So, uh, dumb from the beginning. Uh, you know, we said from the start this was stupid. It was nothing, and that ultimately it would probably just end up being a channel for like contracts for these companies for the city now we still have not been able to confirm this because there's never any actual fucking journalism on this shit because nobody cares so they just reprint the fucking press releases basically that's all that geekwire had and and gadget and a few other como i think also yeah yeah so yeah we've been saying this was shitty for like a year and boy are our faces red today (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) yes because one of those what was it was it like nine nine or twelve projects they had had ten projects ten projects Three of which involved early detection of earthquakes, (laughs) (laughs) which was the funniest fucking thing. I totally forgot about that till today. Uh, Well, and remember that one that was like a job board for for children. Were they all? There was a children's job boards for City Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, no, Tableau's was literally like, uh, we'll make a spreadsheet. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) a spreadsheet they could enter data into. Other people could see it. Hell yeah. Cool, man. That probably doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah, th- they were the ones working on the reporting for availability, right? That's what they were doing. In yeah, the, yeah. In, in uh, shelters, specifically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, allegedly. Anyway, so something has finally come out. All that magic, all that conjuring that they've been doing around computer screens and live. naked children and uh, vats of blood. <laughs> it's con- Version one. Something has yep. crawled out. And it crawled out from Zillow, and um, Mayor Frankenstein says, from the start, Zillow has been a visionary partner in the Innovation Advisory Council. <laughs> I mean, do w- words have any meaning No, at this they, do, point? they do not. Visionary partner. This is some yeah. 
uh, Pete Buttigieg Just, shit. Let's Ooh. hear how visionary this is. Today, with Connector PNW and Seattle O, oh, I'm reading a tweet if you didn't realize that, we are launching the new Housing Connector search tool to help more people find an affordable home faster and easier than uh, ever before. So, so what Zillow invented was a tool, maybe an app perhaps, for finding housing <laughs> that potentially you could filter by price range and region. So, yeah, well, I mean, but primary I'm... to that even, right? Like, <laughs> you have to think like, right, at some point they identified what are the problems we need to solve. And this is ostensibly solving one of them. So let's say that Zillow didn't already exist. Uh, all What they're saying in this press release is, and there's some key words in here, helping people... Find affordable housing faster and <laughs> yeah. easier. So it's a market problem. Assuming anyone does find affordable housing, mm-hmm. if they use this tool, they will have done so slightly faster and easier. Yeah. It, but uh, it should be obvious to anyone who isn't a cynical <laughs> fucking slime bag that that is not the actual problem. The problem is there. That our housing is too expensive. Yeah, yeah. It's not even that there's not enough right. of it available. As it's just that it's too fucking yeah. expensive. Housing is too expensive. People cannot afford housing, and that is why they're being put out on the street left and right. Well, are you sure it's just that Zillow didn't include houses that these people could afford previously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's why they couldn't buy a home? <laughs> well, tell us. Tell us. Okay, so... Yeah. They, well, so what does this do? Well, why don't we hear it from the mouths of babes in their own words here? So this is Zillow Group press releases. Durkin and Constantine, that's Dow, launch a Zillow-powered search tool to help solve help solve affordable housing disconnect. Hell yeah! To help. <laughs> yeah. To in in there is <laughs> the be- phrase solve affordable housing. Yeah, which already is like yeah, that's confusing. A, a, but alarm it, bells. it's uh, it's bracketed by help and disconnect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so like- what so you know break that down. It's Zillow will now help with this disconnect. That's it. There's <laughs> yeah. a disconnect somewhere. A well, dis- people are disconnected from something. Yeah, well, they want to mitigate have they as tried much responsibility as possible. Their housing yeah. and plugging it back in. <laughs> If they haven't, they will. I mean, if you get an eviction notice, uh, just cycle the power on your apartment, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no. well, it's very often a scam from um, Africa or another nation, so <laughs> you should just throw it away. Um, so this uh, don't even open it. Don't yeah, even do not it. open that eviction yeah. notice. Yeah, That's no, how they get you. That's how they get you. That, that, then, then they'll steal your, steal your credit card. That so. document you got that says you have to pay rent, uh, be very careful about that. Yeah, that is a scam. There's malware mm-hmm. in there. Um, new tool helps Housing Connector place individuals and families experiencing homelessness into privately owned homes and apartments quickly and efficiently. I, li- I like this like wording too. The privately owned homes or apartments, like it's the landlords. <laughs> yeah, they hook yeah, you up with a landlord. Yeah. Right, wealthy right. people. So, yeah. But but again, all you know. 
This is just Zillow. This is what yeah, Zillow is. You can is. Yeah. literally look for rental units on Zillow. I mean, one of the funny like things that's been on Twitter now for like a year is people looking up on Zillow like houses under four hundred thousand dollars and like the map of Seattle and it'd be like there are twenty available oh, and God. then doing like any other city in America and yeah. like there'll be like thousands available. Yeah. So Again, so, like, Zillow is even used for a funny yeah. internet joke about how stupid the fucking housing is well, here. Well, I'm willing to believe that it's just the disconnect. It's not that there are only 20 houses available. Yeah. Uh, why don't we hear about this? So, yeah, yeah. Seattle Mayor Jenny A. Durkin, interesting, and <laughs> King County Executive Dow Constantine today unveiled a new Zillow-powered search tool to help match local nonprofit service providers and their clients experiencing homelessness with owners of affordable vacant rental units. So have you seen how this facade, the public facade, has already like mm-hmm. eroded in one fucking sentence? Oh yeah. <laughs> to reveal the reality of this thing. Yeah. yeah. That's literally like a landlord search engine. <laughs> yeah. Well that's well, this this is like a Durka thing too, is referring to like homeless people as clients, which is like yeah. the grossest <laughs> fucking like shit. Like yeah, that's there true. are clients it's, and customers. Yeah. We must deliver them services. <laughs> yeah. Down the barrel of a we gun. We must uh, you know, delight them. <laughs> yeah, in customer the, in the day delight. one mindset. Yeah. <laughs> um no, but it's like so okay. Uh, people at uh, Housing Connector, which is some, you know, s- city and county group, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah. That's about connecting people with affordable housing. It's a resource that people through that caseworkers basically can now will have this as part of their software portal that they can type, you know, things into to find these people housing. But again, they could just do that on Zillow. So it's like no new anything has been made available. We're not changing the terms of this economy. We're not changing the laws about renting. We're not regulating anything. We're not building public housing. Um were just like mm-hmm. implicit in that were they not allowed to use Zillow? I mean, of course, that's ridiculous. Um, well, the premise here is that landlords have tons of are, the landlords are desperate to rent to the homeless. Right. Oh, it's well, just she, the homeless yeah. are too dumb to find the landlord. <laughs> they don't know how to use now, the apps. Yeah, they bridge the gap. Well, see, so I, that's the that's the yeah. story we're going. Well, with. first, first, it's not just it's yeah. not it's not first. It's the caseworkers, right? That's who has mm-hmm. this. When they have a case, someone that manages to get connected up with, like, city or county services to help mm-hmm. them find a home that they're not going to help them find. Mm-hmm. Um, but to put them through a system and check off the box that said, no, we can't find this person a home. <laughs> um, next, please. Uh, they get to use this thing, which they would have had. But what it does also say is landlords will also be able to use this tool to connect with clients. So what that says is this is new. This is a, not a thing on Zillow necessarily. Um, unless you put your information in there and be like, I want to buy a house, please market one to me, right? Which you can do. Yeah. Um, but that's what this is. So that's people, you know, rich people wanting to buy a house, they, they can use Zillow and other services like this as a realtor, basically, you know, to they can be marketed to for and also a big part of that business is being marketed to for home loans as well mm-hmm. as well as the real estate itself so you can put in what you're looking for and have it spam you you know but homeless people probably aren't doing that so what uh we're apparently this suggests is caseworkers will now as part of this 
be i'm assuming as a matter of course when people like touch this this uh housing connector program they will have their information that's in the system go into the zillow app which means zillow will have it which means first of all hey they can be marketed to for low interest home loans great yeah. um probably they can be marketed to for other things they yeah. probably eventually zillow will sell their data uh oh sure yeah um or they will have it for year when they you know they're like or they will use it in their for them it's like they'll put this in their numbers like we have this many customers on the site right we have mm -hmm. for their ad whatever like they'll just cynically use this in some way or think they're going to or they'll be like but basically what it's saying it is is it's this is a way for uh to generate leads for landlords like literally yeah. like but they're like the the shittiest possible leads yeah well <laughs> like, like in a darker interpretation might even be that essentially you're building a blacklist for landlords right of people not to rent to because we know that yeah landlords yeah. specifically don't want to rent right, to the exactly. homeless, right it's not a good lead so, for them yeah so the i mean the beginning premise again which is that landlords are desperate to rent you know rent to the homeless but the homeless just can't find the landlords or something is so ass backwards that like what you might end up doing is just building a blacklist that of people makes not to way more to. fucking sense i mean of how because well, yeah what what are you gonna do as a landlord when the city is like hey did you know you can log you can make an account and log into the site and we'll tell you about all these destitute people on the street yeah. um <laughs> who uh you know are currently living in a tent somewhere and being shuffled around by the cops um you know you yeah. know you can invite them to live in your place right now uh if assuming you're willing to uh rent it to them at a price they can afford like first of all you're not willing to do that second of all even if they could you don't this is not who you want they don't yeah. they i mean p landlords go out of their fucking way yeah yeah now to like discriminate against these people yeah, which now, is why you have to pass laws to prevent and it, we do you know? have laws they're easy to get around now um and it's i could see a scenario when because it's on because it's in the app that's like a real paper trail about mm -hmm. like how <clears throat> because like you can get around like who you're renting to by like it's like whoever like qualifies you know in yeah. order of application but like you can fudge that they're just like paper yeah. you make people turn in paper applications at the open house viewing that starts at this time that people are lined up for and that then yeah there's no paper trail as that what dropped in your hand first so you can say whatever uh, with this there's a timestamp and a paper trail but then either that's no incentive for anyone to participate or uh yeah like you said they could just like if someone does come to them outside that system they can go look up on this yeah. and see like oh is this someone who i can rent to through this app well no then yeah yeah i mean uh if you create like a sort of informal blacklist or whatever too it's like who's gonna who's gonna know that you did it right and you know hey applications disappear all the time yeah i mean the thing though that we should do is like kind of paint the whole picture of what's happening right which is you're homeless you're you know maybe living in a tent with what meager things that you have in life at this point the police and some city service people come down. The police immediately take all your possessions you have in the world and throw it in a dumpster. They then line you up, potentially at gunpoint, like they did in the jungle, and you have a city service worker sitting there, right? 
now you know uh a bunch of the like organizations that like you know help the homeless and stuff refuse to do these things now so it's whatever ghoul is willing to go work with the cops at this point yeah and they sit there and they connect you to services so this line of people who literally had everything that they owned in the world thrown away and were told that if you if you stand here another minute longer we're putting you in fucking prison uh and those are the people that are then going to get on the app and have these landlords just dying to just give them a beg, place to stay. beg them to come fill their empty low-priced units. Yeah, you know? that, that exist all over the city and that we're all are very aware of. I mean... What a fucking... This is, it's it, just it's, a fucking... Yeah. Uh, Smokescreen. Like, it's so... Yeah. But it's like a transparent one. I mean, like, the... Just the gall and cynical audacity of this shit. Like, it's disgusting. And, uh, incredible that Mayor... Jenny Durkin is running for re-election. I mean, this is what <laughs> she has offered, essentially. God, this is fucking disgusting. It's pretty gross, but would you like to hear more in their own words? Yes, please. Okay. Well, uh, maybe just real quick before we hear more in their own words. Is that, like, I think it was literally the same day that Durkin announced the sweet innovation thing. Uh, the Seattle Times, Daniel Beekman with the Seattle Times, had an article where uh, I'll just give you the tweet right here that sums up the article you know, perfectly, which is uh, demand for affordable housing. More than 20,000 people, again, expected to enter a lottery for 2,500 spots on a waiting list for Section 8 vouchers from the King County Housing Authority. So literally, we have 20,000 people just trying to get on it. And these probably are not even homeless people. These are just people who can't afford housing who are just trying to get on a waiting list of 2,500 spots where they'll wait for years to maybe someday in the future get a Section 8 voucher. And the title of the article is literally vying for a golden ticket. So it's just using a metaphor from a movie about get, winning an impossible lottery uh, to go to the magic chocolate that, that factory. That turns out is like a complicated, <laughs> like psychological, like yeah, test. trap. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, which is a trap to punish that, that, you for that having actually won. most people. Uh, Die, lose, yeah. Uh, yeah. They don't just lose; they all die as, or yeah. they're like deformed, or something. yeah, they're yeah. mutilated. Uh, I think in the movie they imply that they're okay. I think in the book they do not. <laughs> but in the book, I think, so, yeah. yeah, you just never hear about them again, and it's strongly implied that they are dead. Yeah, yeah, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So again, I mean, just combine that with what you know about like homeless people and how they receive, you know, in quotes, receive services. Uh, you know. What a fucking joke. But let's hear more, because maybe we're just wrong. We're judging them <laughs> off of two paragraphs. What do we know? <clears throat> a project born of Mayor Durkin's Innovation Advisory Council and launched in 2018, the new search tool was developed by a team of Zillow employees in close partnership with the Seattle Office of Housing, local nonprofit organization Housing Connector, and its network of service providers and property owners. The Innovation Advisory Council, whose members come from the corporate, academic, and nonprofit sectors, collaborates with the City of Seattle to use data and technology to solve Seattle's most urgent challenges in the areas of homelessness, affordability, mobility, delivery of essential services, and more. Earthquake, uh, early detection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And again, homelessness is a data and technology problem, not a physical building problem. Absolutely Definitely. wretched. Yeah. But uh, I I do love uh, this. So again, I mean, Greg brought this up that there's never any mention of money exchanging hands, but it's hard to believe that like 
these people at Zillow are just doing this, like out of the goodness. Well, of their, maybe their to like clear a DUI off their record. There's two possible scenarios. <laughs> the whole thing smells to me of just a clearinghouse for contracts, right? Like this mm. innovation council by coming up, by being on the innovation council, by standing there with Mayor Jenny, by participating in these press releases, and by doing it this way. This you gives you the opportunity to pitch and bid on getting this service. Mm. That's what makes sense to me. No one will talk about this in the reporting. Maybe we just start got to start asking people. We're well, yeah. asking journalists to ask, but maybe we're missing it somewhere. Someone show us. The other possibility, I guess, is that this is what this is. They're just doing this pro bono, like. Uh, as a charitable yeah. donation, which also makes sense. What I mean, what have they really done here? Like, yeah, they probably not... made a worse version of Zillow. So they're going to call. <laughs> so what they yeah. will do then is they yeah. will assign a value to this. If this is a charitable donation, they'll assign some inflated value to this. Call it charity. They'll report that as their charitable giving for the year. They'll get a tax break on it, mm-hmm. and etc. And having spent nothing because all they did was marry their existing tool to mm. the city's back-end software, you know. Well, and it's it's a window dressing, right, for their sort of accumulation of capital in the city, right? So it's literally in the Gilded Age, they would have thrown change at you out of their buggy, and now <laughs> they just make apps, you know. The, uh, you know Let them eat apps. Yeah. Like, you know, if we didn't have these... Uh, you know, wealthy tech companies who would make the apps, what right, that do? provide the services. Yeah. Um, well, I think Tableau recently, I, I believe we never covered this on the show, though we found an article, had some contract with some other city for dashboard stuff, which I wouldn't be surprised was related to this work at the Innovation Advisory Council. That's one thing. And another thing that I believe we talked about at the time was a lot of these companies that ended up in this council were some of the most vocal opponents of the employee attacks. Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, well, this is the window dressing we're getting rid well, of the headsets. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. This is their, yeah, this is their laundering of their, which is what all that charity is, right? Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so it continues Zillow's search tool directly addresses one of the biggest challenges for case managers uh. searching for affordable housing for their clients experiencing homelessness case managers no longer have to laboriously look for avail- available homes property by property the units are now at their fingertips through Zillow's online listing platform when I- I- absolutely absurd well, and also Nonsense. like it saved me ten minutes. Sh- no, yeah. maybe they, again. Zillow exists. Fucking yeah, Craigslist yeah. exists. Padmapper exists. Well, and again, it's it, it's also a re- it's it's solving a problem that the private sector caused, right? Yeah. yeah. Like fifty years ago, they wouldn't have been going because they would have had a list of available public housing units, and they would just put you in one, right? Uh, but now because we privatize everything, it's like. Wow, that's made it incredibly bureaucratic and awful to do anything. Uh, so let's make another bureaucratic tool that will handle <laughs> bureaucratic <laughs> layers so fucking, here yeah. are just hot, like stacking on top of the fact that we have no housing. So yeah, it's yeah. really just oh, yeah. a screen over that. Well, the bureaucratic layers are all just hiding the layers of private sort of accumulation, and yeah, yeah, and yeah, making it uh, much more opaque what's actually happening, which is that 
people are getting squeezed out of the city. Yeah. Yeah. Through Zillow's search tool, Housing Connector part Housing Connector partner landlords will be able to quickly <laughs> partner landlords. How'd you like to have that on your clients. yeah LinkedIn um, profile? This well, is my, my new. This is my partner landlord. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is my new romance novels. Partner landlords and cl- homeless housing clients. connector partner landlords oh, looking it's for tenant landlord client slash fiction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be able to quickly <laughs> quickly upload housing inventory, and local nonprofit service providers will be able to find housing inventory in real time. For tenants who need affordable housing, housing connector landlords have adjusted or waived criteria that would normally prevent those most in need from qualifying for the home. Oh, have they? 35 landlords throughout Seattle and King County and 42 nonprofit service providers are active on the platform as it launches. Damn, sounds like they got a real quorum of landlords there. Yeah, this is just... Going going like gangbusters. Zillow's hockey stick, rocket ship. Zillow's search tool does not require or knowingly collect the personal information of tenants and no user information through Housing Connector is sold to third parties. So maybe it's not a uh, marketplace for renters if that's the case. But <coughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So now we're into the quotes. So let's, let's really hear, hear mm-hmm. these out. We are fortunate to live in one of the most innovative talent-rich ecosystems anywhere on the planet. Hell yeah. And for too long, our government has existed as if we have no relationship to it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fuck what? off. Hell yeah. Fuck off. Oh my god. Right, yeah. That, no relationship but, to our tech firms here, yeah. like uh, Boeing and their massive mm-hmm. yeah. tax giveaways. We just have their sex organs in every orifice mm-hmm. we have. I created the Innovation Advisory Council because we know that the challenges facing our region cannot be addressed by government alone, said Mayor Durkin. I'm incredibly proud of the work that Zillow and the Housing Connector have done to make it easier for people experiencing homelessness to find affordable housing and for affordable housing providers to connect with those in need. Zillow, Housing Connector, and the Seattle Office of Housing have shown that by working together, we can find truly innovative solutions to some of our region's most pressing challenges. What I love, I'm very proud that they spent a year and a half just repackaging their app and selling it back to us. And, uh, yeah, to connect people, what have they done? They haven't done anything yet. I, yeah, they repackaged the app and sold it to you. That right, was a, yeah, this, you is, uh, this is incredible, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I mean, just truly fucking amazing. Dow says, Zillow's new application streamlines the connection between property managers who have apartments available and families who need housing now. Isn't that what a fucking market is for? Mm-hmm. Like, Isn't that the whole point in... in- uh, you know, uh, orthodox economics yeah. of the justification for markets mm. is to organically distribute goods and services uh, efficiently in a way that we can't do uh, technically. Mm. You know, we can't use technical expertise or bureaucracy or government or whatever to do because it's too complex, you know, but with supply and demand. Uh, these things sort themselves out, right? Right? But no, they're saying, no, 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 we need to give this market. We've gone with a market system for housing. We've commodified housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet somehow, for some reason, people just can't get connected up with their house. So 
what we need to do is not decommodify housing, but give an assist to the basic functions of the mm-hmm. market, which are used to justify it in the first place. Well, yeah, when the private market fails to provide a service, what you need to do is allow for the entry of another tier of privatized management (laughs) to sneak its way into that market and siphon some of the money out of it in order to uh, question mark. I forgot what we, I forgot where we started on that. (laughs) So, which is about where we're at. I mean, like it's, it's so funny because it's like such a long way to go from just saying like, look, we're just never going to build housing guys. Like, yeah. So just saying, fuck you to everybody that needs housing. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Our community desperately needs more affordable housing, said Kelmendi, executive director of Housing Connector. Cool. We should build an app. I think you're Not right. Not a house, but an app. Uh, and while we're working to build that housing, individuals experiencing Our homelessness family. can't wait. They need a home today. Together with Zillow, we are thrilled to launch this new search tool to scale our impact. Scale our impact. And streamline how individuals access housing... <laughs> With reduced screening criteria, ultimately decreasing the time a unit sits vacant and the number of days a family must experience homelessness. Again, that's the market, but yeah. what the market is supposed to do. But you also just said, we need more housing. Mm-hmm. We need more affordable housing. But until we get the thing we need, we're going to do, do a bunch of gobbledygook gibberish. Yeah. It's just bullshit. Well, that and like the idea, too, that housing it's sit, oh, like rental units sit like open in seattle is a lie like they they turn over ones instantly don't. once yeah, they anyone can afford yeah. are gone immediately yeah yeah the ones lots that, of them sit vacant yeah yeah at the higher tier of, price yeah i mean it's this completely just insane you would have to to, to have this gobbledygook enter your brain you would have to look at what's the most obvious like solution to this which is this, we need to have more housing available whether that's by seizing units that are empty and making them public housing or building public housing instead of doing that you just have to smash your head into like a well, fucking wall no, you have to see like that as the obvious minutes. solution and yeah. go can't do that everyone <laughs> ladies gentlemen we must avoid this at all costs <laughs> yeah. what else you got yep uh, yeah. So, as a company headquartered in Seattle, Seattle Zillow is committed to doing what we can to help address one of the greatest challenges facing our region today: housing affordability and homelessness. When asked by the mayor to serve on to serve on her innovation advisory no, this, council, this is where we start playing like the West Wing, well, like, like soaring yeah. West Wing. Music. No, no, it's yeah. it's like it's like a chivalric order, <laughs> yeah, you know. Right. No, no, it's it's a fellowship. They were called <laughs> yeah. to form a fellowship yeah. of the of the app, and in the innovation bind them. Yeah. When asked by the mayor to serve on her innovation advisory council and work with Housing Connector, which needed a better <laughs> way to find and surface available housing inventory. We saw an opportunity to use our unique skill set to build a tool that will help <sighs> Housing Connector gibberish. fulfill its mission to help families oh find a home. Our unique skill set to take an app we already made and just repackage yeah. it. Probably to like a shittier thing. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, charge it's a, it's a, I'm, I'm guessing they they actually connected it up with the, you know, made a some kind of port for the data to go from uh what is it housing connector of all the clients that's what they did they yeah 
made a thing that you know takes their data automatically into that Zillow app. But like, yeah, they just made so like a, a portal interface with their own Zillow app, and the portal interface is probably like a shittier version than the one that's just on Zillow. Probably. So people probably would just better off just putting an app on their phone, but <laughs> you know. But again, defeating the point of the fact that it's just no house. Because you don't need honestly, about, you don't yeah. need to know the name of the client to find their a pla- you can just look like are there any places affordable no okay well we can skip yeah. a whole step here yeah yeah uh i mean this is just this is mind-numbing through the leadership and support oh of mayor durkin and executive constantine the self-stroking uh yeah this is incredible yeah durkin is like the gandalf of this <laughs> fellowship I'm surprised they didn't asphyxiate from all the methane in the room <laughs> when they were writing this. And a tremendous amount of hard work by some of our most talented employees and engineers. We are excited and honored to launch this new tool that we hope will make a meaningful difference in the lives of our neighbors, whom we hate and complain about constantly, constantly on apps like Nextdoor and what was the Amazon one? Yeah. I, I always mean, forget. Neighbor? Yeah, neighbors. Neighbors. Like, so, you know... I mean, that's a funny point, too. Like, for every app that these companies build to, like, uh, help people who need housing uh, for the city or whatever, like, they build 50 different apps for uh, homeowners to complain about the homeless. Like, you know, so again, one of those things, too. Like, <laughs> you know, I burned the down system the system works. Yeah, I burned down the entire forest, but I did plant this tree. So who's to say? Innovation right is, or wrong? is blind, Brian. Yeah, exactly. So here's here's one of my. It's almost over. Uh, here's the funny incentive that you all probably saw coming to help attract private property owners and landlords as partners. Housing Connector provides free referrals to ready to rent residents and financial support to cover a variety of costs, ensuring access to benefits that include rent guarantee, security deposits, damage mitigation funds, and unit hold fees, etc. So well, Okay, so that's a real program, mm. but like so assuming you qualify for all this stuff, mm. yeah, this this thing, but I mean, is that a million people that we need to speed up every one of these things by 10 minutes to like save on staffing costs? No. I mean, well, and the problem is, is that this is, a, this is a small program. Well, and those are programs too that appeal to people to like landlords who want to rent to the bottom of the market, right? Traditionally, slum lords and whatnot, right? But the problem with the city is those people don't really exist anymore, right? Yeah. Like the landlords have figured out that like all the money is at the top of the market, and that you don't even have to like because they've figured out these insane scams where you don't even have to rent the units yet you still somehow make money off of it. So the problem is too is like, great, you have this program. We literally have nothing at the bottom of the market, and not only does it not exist now, nobody's building it. Like, so we have we have nothing now. We'll have less tomorrow, and even less than that the next day. Right. And so it's one of those things of like, it's just jerking off into the wind. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, what is this speed going to help? It's going to help someone from this program. Get mm-hmm. that apartment before someone else who needs it does. I mean, yeah, yeah. like I, I, I don't even like. It's gonna help us. There are shuffle. no like a ama- yeah. no, like overload of. There's no supply of overload like. Mm-hmm. Well, like affordable the, apartments, the hundred units boat. or whatever that exists in the city, it'll help shuffle the hundred units around faster or something, <laughs> right? Like you know, the, yeah, but, but, uh, between evictions. Yeah, yeah, know? basically, yeah, like you know, allow them to like 
shuffle the residents through quicker, which I'm sure some landlord has figured out some sort of scheme where if he shuffles them through like every three months, he skims like an extra couple hundred bucks or some shit. But again, even those like schemers, the slumlord schemers like don't really exist anymore. Like they've all been kind of either pushed out or they've, you know, moved well, to there, a different scam. Look, there know? is still some low yeah. lower cost housing, but it is always taken up. And it's yeah. and it's dwindling. It goes well, away. It's being chipped away it's, at it's nowhere near what's needed. Yeah, thing. nowhere yeah. near and it is going away, mm-hmm. you know. Some pe- a handful of people are still getting a deal in this town, but like those buildings are yeah. getting torn down. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I think this is hilarious because this is the thing, right? I mean this is ultimately the juice here in that they convince some landlords via essentially subsidies to rent to a population they wouldn't rent to it's right. not the technology With money yeah, yeah right right but it's it, this like yeah. we didn't need technology we didn't oh, need yeah. any of that yeah. we just yeah. had to approach what was it 32 landlords yeah. and go hey would you be willing to rent to these people you think are subhuman if we gave you money and they're like yeah sure yeah, yeah, we give you, like, guaranteed money yeah. to do it. And the thing is, it's, like, the people that are willing to do that, like, again, this is how this stuff always worked. They just, you know, communicated with the city what units they had available. Right. So right. the caseworker yeah. would just pop on to open the book, pop onto the computer or whatever, and it would just say, like, okay, these units – it's like renting a hotel room or something. Yeah. Like, when you go to the desk clerk, they don't pull up the <laughs> Zillow app and, like, all, well, let's see if there's any rooms available. They don't get, like, cheap tickets and, like, yeah. see if there's rooms available right. in their own hotel. Like, they yeah. just – they know what's available because, like, they they work together, yeah. right? Like, right. You know? And it's not like they didn't have software for this, right? So, basically yeah, – it's called Excel or, yeah, like, it's a, spreadsheet. Right. a it's fucking, fucking CSV and a like notepad. It's a update this yeah. bit of back-end software, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, what they've done is – They've eliminated the need for the social worker to call or open yeah. a document, and I guess, instead. I mean, ultimately, yeah. they're going to have to do that anyway, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's done nothing. So, like, no, no, it's, it's literally, literally it's done nothing. nothing. Like, the technology is useless completely on its face. Yeah. Like, doesn't make sense. Well, again, because it begins from the premise that there's this enormous like wave of Supply, landlords right, yeah, who want not. to do this and that the people can just can't find them. And the problem is if that premise isn't true, if that premise <laughs> is a lie and there just is no housing, then the, the, the app is pointless. Like it has no right. reason to Listen, exist. Yeah. This will come in handy yeah. if at such time we do uh, like suddenly have seize all of the vacant luxury condos as public housing and need to get them filled real quick <laughs> yeah. with homeless yeah, yeah. people <laughs> so that's gonna this will come in handy for that you know yeah well i'm wondering does quick Zil- get another another apartment for the zillow <laughs> <Yeah>. app <laughs> this one's on stamp <laughs> yeah so this one's on zillow now does zillow already do rentals yeah, yeah. They, okay. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, that's how okay. I, the last place I rented. Uh, okay. that's how I found it. All right, because yeah. I was gonna say maybe this was a backdoor way for them to create some kind of rental fe- feature that they didn't already have. Well, uh, yeah, I, you know, I think Greg's right. I think they've literally just built a portal to the information that's already on their app, and cool. the portal probably just has some like built-in filters on it. That's that like that rocks. Yeah, yeah it, it's like a database <laughs> view called like Zillow underscore pork underscore yeah, people yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah cool um so that sucks a lot yeah that sucks cool. or i mean that was rad innovation i feel 
I feel blessed to live in such a city with these tech geniuses. You wish you were working on a project Dri- as exciting and innovative as that. Exactly. <laughs> Driving around in Teslas and Maseratis and yeah. well, eating and- at terrible restaurants. Yeah, I think your new Maserati, frankly, is technical. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a Maserati. Well, and the app thing is always funny, too, because it's just sort of it's just like the Gates Foundation, where no matter how much money they quote unquote give away, Bill Gates just seems to somehow get richer. Like, uh, you know, these tech companies, no matter how much uh, innovating they do in the public sector, uh, it still seems to always just redound to them, <laughs> yeah. like in them solely. It's almost as if they have a sort of interest in uh, like stealing this money. <laughs> but uh, I mean, just. You know, and the responses to, like, Jenny's tweet are the usual, like, just awful shit that you can expect from fucking Seattle about, yeah. like, well, we got an app for uh, drug use then, too, and all the usual <laughs> shit. But, I mean, just fucking garbage. What a stupid city. Yeah, I, incredibly brain dead. The yeah. Innovation Advisory Council is a joke. I wish somebody... Some journalist in this town's job was just to dunk on them every day for the last well, almost two really years. Well, just to really dig into, like, the, like, I just want to know. I want someone to say affirmatively either way what the financial arrangements yeah, are. Yeah. There's yeah. almost certainly some sort of grift happening there. But the problem is it's so fucking boring and they don't do anything ever. So, like, I feel like as a journalist, like, no paper would – like, there, you would – there's well, no the, juice the, to the story. The corre- so, in a like, way, the correct like response is to ignore this because it's not anything. But like, but it's being used to, you know, to polish a turd. Well, you know? I I think it is important to start to strip away the facade of the power of STEM, like mm-hmm. the genius myth. Yeah, and we're st- we're starting to see that. I mean, Iowa is a big step towards that. Right. I mean, mm. we're starting to see the emperor has no clothes. Most software is garbage. Most people that work in software will tell you it's garbage. W- nobody that makes software is any smarter than you. You can make software, too. I mean, that's the truth. Right. Mm. And so pushing back on this myth, especially when it comes from your mayor. Well, this idea that, well wait, wait for this to be like the pilot version of an upscaled federal version under the Bloomberg administration. Okay. This yeah. is like. Yeah, this is this very is Bloomberg. Like so fucking Bloomberg. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and all this like techno utopian shit is just like a rejection of class politics mm-hmm. and stuff too. Yeah. That's part of why you have to strip it away to show that like, no, this is just another grift that rich people pull on you to like take your money, right? Like, I'm sure that whatever they're getting for this for the being on the innovation council is probably not very much in the grand scheme of things. Amazon probably takes more money from the city every day. <laughs> yeah. But it is like important to like point these things out and be like, yeah, like they well, they literally steal everything that's like not nailed down. Right. This is a tool. Know? This is a thing they can all say they're doing instead yeah. of paying into a uh, business tax, you know. Exactly. Well, well the thing yeah. is tech companies in the state of Washington are specifically exempted from paying the sales tax, which is like our only way to collect taxes in this stupid state. And so it's like one of those things too of like, how about instead of being on the innovation council, you just pay taxes like the rest of us, you know? Yeah. Well, and then we but, would have that money. How would yeah. we know how to spend it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. If we didn't ask our our <laughs> so, tech over. Yeah. If we didn't have a portal We're provided so to us. We're so fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. would we, how would we know how to spend that money correctly and efficiently? Yeah, yeah. Because we're fucking swine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, 
fuck, man. Yeah, it's end of the world shit. It's extremely bad. Uh, so yeah, anytime somebody starts telling you STEM people are cool, just tell them the fuck mm-hmm. off. So speaking of uh, STEM overlords, yeah. one last little note here. Well, it's not all bad for the tech company. Exactly. Right? Yeah, I mean, some things are good, like when our own little Jeffrey Bezos buys the most expensive property in Los Angeles with an eighth of a percent of his net worth. Uh, which would be equivalent if you made sixty thousand a year of spending seventy five dollars on a house, and it was like a hundred seventy five million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so just, yeah. 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 People should really. I, I think people really don't because it's so much money. We talked about this in the last episode about like Bill Gates must have an army of people that just look at his money yeah. all day and probably have, like meetings and shit because it's like such an unfathomable amount of money. That like it is nice when people put it in perspective like that. Like he bought a hundred and seventy five million dollar house, and it's the equivalent of if you bought a seventy five dollar house. Yeah, like for him. Like yeah. he literally. If I bought like a dollar fifty house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's the kind of thing that you would like uh, if you saw something like funny at a store, you might like buy it like money. Like you know. <laughs> yeah, right. It's that. Right. For right. for old Jeffrey. Like, just on a lark, he was, like, probably saw it from, you know, his private pedophile plane. And was <laughs> like, oh, shit. What's that cost? Whatever. Just buy it. You could put a lot of traffic traffic children yeah. in this baby. Slaps the... Yeah. And again, it's, it's the totally hood. the joke that we had last time about the, <laughs> the, the yacht with Bill Gates, too, of, like... You know, when they were saying that Bill Gates had bought that yacht, he probably did think for a second, like, did I buy that yacht? You know, <laughs> yeah, like, did yeah. I buy a $600 million yacht? <laughs> we should ask around. Oh, God. Like, you know, yeah. Jeff might not even know he bought the house. Well, like, I've forgotten I mean, already. It just goes to show you, like, the, the idea that these people are not paying taxes, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, I pay fucking taxes, dude. Yeah. yeah, taxes are for us to pay, not for them. Yeah, literally everybody listening to this <laughs> yeah. has paid more in taxes than, like, yeah. Boeing as a corporation did. Yeah. You know, like, and not as a percentage, but, like, a gross <laughs> yeah. amount. Like, you know, the sheer amount was more than Boeing paid. Like, I mean, that's, you know, that should disgust you. Yeah, you and know? you probably haven't even killed hundreds of people. Yeah, exactly. Your plane probably if works. You had, <laughs> DM us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you had, uh, you know, we are looking for guests for the new season. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you are the world's most prolific <laughs> serial killer yeah. and you live in Seattle, please good, dr- slide into those DMs. By the way, good, <laughs> good chance that that is the case, though. But yeah, uh, true crime is big on podcasts, so we're trying to we're trying to get into that. Oh market, yeah, into yeah. That lane, yeah. So. Gary Ridgeway Jr. If you're out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this was the Warner Estate. If you want to go check that out, I, the other. The article I pulled up doesn't mention all this. St- oh, it has a golf course, a tennis court, all kinds of wild shit. So good for him. Yeah. Oh, it's like work it's hard, a you play hard. Old you know. Yeah. Palace. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize. What's the? Yeah, it's the Warner Estate, right? It is the yeah. Warner Estate. Yeah. Yeah. Nine acres so. in Beverly Hills. I bet he's just blasting that Weezer song. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's blasting That's... that Weezer song, but it is Weezer playing <laughs> yeah, it, like, right, you right. know, at the house. But yeah. he has, like, a remote control. That <laughs> yeah, that yeah. turns them on and off. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Well, oh, yeah. We actually have some – we have a patron to thank before we go. Dizzy Devil, thank you for joining this, yeah, thank you. this crew, this Love mad you. crew. If you want to be like Dizzy Devil, go find us on Patreon. We have lots of episodes, and um, 
there's cool stuff there. Check it out. Yeah, enjoy all that sweet, sweet content. Just yeah, plug it right into your ears. And we wanted to do a quick shout out for our friends at the Deadbeat Film Society. They're doing a screening of Clueless at Chateau Saint Michel, the winery, on March 28th at 7 p.m. The doors are at 6:30. Tickets are $30. Go check it out. That movie actually owns. If you haven't seen it, it is really fucking funny. Oh yeah, you haven't seen Clueless. What's happening in your life? But, well, yeah. I hadn't seen it till somewhat recently, and I, I loved it. It's that's, amazing. That's pretty good, yeah. It's yeah, really yeah. good. Go, right. go check up. it out. If you like Fast Times, you'll probably like that too. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's interesting comparison. Oh, uh, same director. Oh. Okay. We'll catch you later. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye.